Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back. You're listening to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. This is Darren Mitchell, host of the show, and welcome to the final day of the working week, today being Friday, the 12th of August, 2022. And if you're listening to this in near real time, then hopefully you're finishing the week very strongly. And uh, if you are listening, listening to this over the weekend or into the following week, I hope you finished the week strongly and are now taking advantage of the opportunities and uh, reaping the benefits of the seeds you planted last week. So uh, on this particular episode, as we are finishing the week off, just doing some reflection just prior to jumping on this particular episode, uh, I have actually had the privilege and pleasure of working with a fun, fantastic organization over the last four months, running a leadership program for a number of their teams within the business. And uh, we had two teams finishing off their program today, and uh, it's been a journey for many of them over the last four months. And covered heaps and heaps of topics and part of today's episode is I wanted to reflect on the journey that these guys have gone through collectively but also individually and just highlight some of the key takeaways that I observed but also some of the key takeaways that interestingly came from their peers when we're doing a bit of a wrap-up today and and one thing that really struck me through this conversation today and and the other teams that I'd finished off uh, about three weeks ago with the, the other parts of the organization was that there's an appetite for great leaders to continue to take their leadership to an entirely new level. And being involved in an organization's leadership development, but more importantly, being involved within with the individuals within those teams is an absolute privilege and something that I never, ever will take for granted because you do see some fundamental ch- changes and transformations that exist within people's uh, psyche, within people's language, uh, and even within people's demeanor and physiology throughout a uh, throughout a period of time and it's just it's just unbelievable to witness and from a personal point of view and and dare I say it, a little bit of a selfish point of view it just reinforces the reason as to why I do what I do every single day and why I will continue to do this every single day until the day that I'm no longer walking on this planet it's uh, it's one of those things and if you can find something like that for you then hey it's no longer work it's not a job it's just a passion and in many cases, it's a calling. So uh, it's it's been an absolute privilege. And, and just in today's episode, just want to reflect on a few of those things. Now, over the course of the four months, uh, it's it's fair to say there were a few people at the beginning of the program that were a little bit reticent or a little bit hesitant in terms of jumping on a program for that period of time to invest the amount of time that was expected of them in terms of their time, but also effort, uh, but also to get involved in some group coaching and potentially some individual coaching that may have uh, been required throughout the process, and there was a few of those sort of situations. But uh, interestingly, every single person that came on board with the program was engaged and was invested, even though it took some of them a little bit longer than others. Uh, I must say, looking back over the last four months, there wasn't a single person that didn't say that this was a, a very, very worthwhile investment, not just in their own professional development, but most importantly, in the investment into their team because the benefit that their team's now going to get is they've now got a better leader with a little bit of, uh, let's just say, better skill sets, different skill sets, some tools, some frameworks, 
and some ideas that can help them only enhance their leadership and therefore the performance of their team. So over the last four months, we covered a bucket load of topics, and I'm not going to go through every single topic, but at a high level, just thinking about some of the things we did talk about is, is what are some of the key attributes of a leader? Now, I've talked a lot about this on the podcast. What are the key attributes of a leader versus what are some of the attributes of a manager? Now, I love doing the comparison manager versus leader. And for all intents and purposes, a good leader also has to have some good management skills. But uh, if you go back to the 90s when it was all about how do we come, become better managers, it was very much metric-based looking at the here and now and looking backwards. Leadership is now taking on a completely different set of challenges and a set of perspectives, which means leaders have to have a much bigger focus on the future and they have to get better and better at creating a vision because more and more people are expecting the leaders to go the way, show the way and know the way, which means attributes of a leader becomes very, very important. Very closely connected to those attributes is the ability to be able to understand ourselves as a leader, what makes us tick, why do we think the way we do, why is it we behave in certain patterns that uh, that we do, and start to see that, that sort of pattern and those sort of strategies and tactics in other people as well. So understanding that in order to lead a highly successful and sustainably successful team, there are going to be different types of people that will come into the team that will bring with them different characteristics, different perspectives, different ideas, and different approaches to things, which means we have to have the flexibility to be able to adjust our communication style and therefore our leadership style to best lead those different people. So spending a huge amount of time thinking about how people are different, how they think differently, and us as leaders having the ability to be a chameleon to the point where we can move into any environment and be able to have confidence that we, we can adapt to that environment and communicate a message in a way that resonates with the audience and therefore with our team is such an important trait. We also covered the importance of setting expectations and making sure that KPIs and role clarity is, is put in place from the beginning. And look, there are so many situations and so many teams that I go into work with where I have a look at their KPIs or their position descriptions. And in some cases, some people don't actually have them. But it's interesting to see how many organizations don't have specific role clarity over what is expected to be done by each and each and every person within the team. And so as a leader, it's so critically important that we set the expectations and we set the standards of excellence that are around those expectations so that everybody knows what page they're on to start with but also they know exactly what they need to do on a daily basis in order to reach the success, whatever that success looks like for that organization. Which also means that, you know, once we've got that, we've got to be able to lead in a way that enhances the abilities of the people and tapping into the abilities of the people, which means that we need to have a level of emotional intelligence that can create that leadership flexibility. And and I must say, it's it's so interesting to see many leaders in many teams who, for whatever reason, don't seem to have a level of emotional intelligence. They don't necessarily know how to recognize and articulate emotions and how those emotions play out in their team. They're very easy to jump to conclusions. They're very easy to go off the handle. And I've I've actually seen it as recently as last week where I witnessed or observed a leader reacting to something that perhaps if they had their time over again, they would choose a completely different response, but they chose at that particular moment to jump in, get uh, gets gazumped, if you like, by their emotions, and end up saying things and doing a few things that perhaps wasn't conducive to good leadership, which unfortunately has created an example in the eyes of the people that that person was leading that says, I'm not quite sure 
that I can trust this individual. So being an emotionally intelligent leader is being self-aware, but also understanding how your emotions play out. Those emotions can impact your actions and how those actions can impact people as well. So being able to manage that. So great, great leaders today in 2022 and beyond are ones who have a high level of emotional intelligence, not just leaders who have a high level of intellect. So we talked a lot about EQ. Delegation was another key topic, and we talked about the fact that as as leaders, we've got to learn to delegate. In fact, if we can delegate more and more with a couple of ground rules, then we can start to leverage ourselves, but also start to build up people to take on more and more responsibility, give more autonomy, give more encouragement, give more empowerment to the point where eventually we as leaders are no longer required. Now, I, I, I set a challenge early on in the piece with this particular program, and I made a statement to the to the effect of your role as a leader first and foremost, is to find other leaders and get to the point where your role becomes redundant. And it was really interesting to hear the responses when I said that because it was a bit of a, I was, it was a, bit of a ploy to try and shake them up a little bit and it worked because many people were thinking, wow, if, I, if I'm no longer required, what's that going to mean to me and my role? Will, will I actually be sent off somewhere else? Or will I no longer have a job? And they said, well, that's actually not the case. What will happen is you'll always be taken care of because the business will recognize the work you've done the fact you've created other leaders, you'll now be given an opportunity to move into a different role within the business. And in some cases, and in many cases, be given higher levels of responsibility as well. So being a great delegator is a key fundamental we covered. As we did in terms of feedback, feedback, and I talk about this a lot, that feedback really is the breakfast of champions. And as leaders, we need to be able to create that environment where feedback is not just expected, it's also demanded. And when we can do that, what you'll find is that uh, people within the organization, certainly people within your team, will become feedback machines themselves. They'll be constantly looking for feedback, but also going to be more open to providing feedback because the feedback is designed not to criticize. The feedback is designed purely to improve and get better and take our performance to a whole new level. There's also a key responsibility around leadership when it comes to uh, performance and managing performance and, and having the opportunity to, when when the performance falls off, the uh, falls off the tracks, which sometimes it will. How do we get it back on track? And how do we get people back and correcting their performance so we can get back as quickly as possible to delivering the results that over time become sustainable but also become exceptional? So uh, heaps and heaps of topics. We also talked about managing conflict, managing time, productivity hacks, problem solving, decision making, and a whole host of other things, as well as a number of group coaching sessions, which were which were phenomenal for me to work with individuals but also work with groups and uh, like most of these programs that I run, it's very often one of the biggest benefits that come from it is the people that are involved, what they end up learning from each other. And I must say, it's such a privilege to be able to work with these leaders who are not only invested in their own professional development, but also, more importantly, invested in their team's professional development by putting them through this particular program. So looking after themselves first, fine-tuning their skills, for many of them refreshing their skills, and for others taking on brand new skills and then being able to pay it forward and help their team on the daily basis from each of these sessions has been fantastic. So as we wrapped up the the session, the last couple of sessions today, just reflecting on some of the, the key takeaways from the program, and I asked specifically for feedback from individuals in terms of what they've noticed either with themselves or from others. And I always love, love asking these sort of questions because I never can be quite sure as to what the key takeaways are. And Whilst I will normally have things that I would like them to take away and what I'd like them to get out in terms of objectives, often what they get out of the program and what they get out of the conversations is not necessarily the same. But what I have learned over time is it's their, it's their takeaways, which is the most important thing. 
And interestingly, it's not necessarily the big things that we typically would like to look for in terms of, oh, well, as a, as a result of this particular program, we've grown our revenue from X percent to Y percent, and therefore we've seen an incremental growth of three digits, blah, 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 and all that sort of stuff. That's all well and good, and that's great because it's tangible, and people can look at that, and they can look at a, a number on a spreadsheet and say, well, as a result of this particular leadership program, we have seen a return on investment of X, which is fantastic, and it's great for the bean counters. And I look at that as well, and I'm not saying that's not a good measurement of success and that's not a measurement of improvement, but what really, really excites me is when I get feedback that talks about some of the more difficult things to measure, such as one person sharing today that leading into the program four months ago, they were very uh, very concerned, very anxious, and in fact, they shared today that they, they do suffer from bouts of anxiety and in some cases, uh, depression. And the fact they're very, very introverted and they would be probably the last person to put their hand up to contribute something, to proactively share something and often look for reasons or justifications as to why not get involved in something or not contribute to something. For this person to proactively share today that they, in their eyes, have completely come out of their shell, but more importantly, people within their team have recognized that they've completely come out of the shell and they've gone from choosing, first of all, not to speak up to now being the first person to speak up. That is absolutely priceless. And it's such a gift that this person has given not only themselves with their ability to you know, find the courage to step up and uh, jump out of their comfort zone, but the example that this person has shared and set for their team is only going to pay dividends, massive, massive dividends for their team moving forward. And it's something you really, really find it's difficult to measure. Another leader shared that leading into the program, they were really, really reticent or didn't know how to give feedback. And when they gave feedback, it came across as very opinionated and very one way. And to now be able to have a level of confidence to implement feedback mechanisms on the spot and do it in such a way that is being received well by their team, even though that feedback may not necessarily be quote unquote positive, this particular leader has seen significant growth and significant improvement in performance, but also in engagement in their team is is so heartwarming. And then the other leader that shared today was, and I've, I've got heaps more, but I'm just going to limit it to three. Um, another leader shared how their relationships have changed based on how they have changed. And all of a sudden, they're starting to see things in people that perhaps four or five months ago they didn't see, and all of a sudden, they're now starting to see the, the team being more upbeat, the team being more positive, their level of discretionary effort has increased and gone up, and therefore, the results they're delivering has gone up as well, all because this leader had a bit of a, 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 a let's just say, and he used these terms, has a bit of a checkup from the neck up, and when he did that, all of a sudden, everything in his environment change, which uh, which is very, very interesting. So overall, fantastic program, a fantastic opportunity to work with an incredible group of people. And uh, many of them shared that they found confidence. Many of them re-found and reinstalled and rediscovered their levels of confidence. They discovered courage, and particularly when it comes to managing and leading upwards, influencing upwards. A lot of them share the fact they've now become less serious and more fun-loving, and all of a sudden, everything in their environment is changing. So as we bring this episode to a conclusion on the final day of the working week, uh, just wanted to reflect on the fact that, you know what, leadership development 
for any leader, whether you're a brand new leader, whether you've been a leader for five minutes, five days, five weeks, five years, or whether you've been a leader for most of your career, there is always another level to get to. There is always something new to learn. There's always a new perspective to take on board. And there certainly is always another level of performance to get to. So that is why I will continue to do what I do and continue to add as much value to as many leaders as I possibly can. And if that includes you, love to have a conversation, love to help you take your leadership and help your team develop into phenomenal, exceptional performers as well. And I'd be very privileged and very honored to work with you on a one-on-one basis or in fact, help your team in a group session as well. So if you'd like to have a conversation about potentially working with me one-on-one, please go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time, jump on Zoom, we'll have a conversation, see where you're at, see where your team's at, map out a plan and uh, start putting that plan into practice as early as next week. So as we wrap up this week, another phenomenal week. Hope you've had a fantastic week as well. Hope you enjoy a restful break over the weekend and uh, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.